independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You got knocked the blank out. That was a reference from Chris Tucker, movie Friday. Remember that? It was a fun movie. Uh, But that was Liz Cheney last night. That's what happened. Liz Cheney got knocked the blank out is the best way to describe what took place in Wyoming. Two years ago, I won this primary with 73% of the vote. I could easily have done the same again. The path was clear, but it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. It would have required that I enable his ongoing efforts to unravel our democratic system and attack the foundations of our republic. That was a path I could not and would not take. Yeah, she Trump's revenge tour has uh, it, it is it is rolling on. But here's the thing, and I want to ask Republicans out there, you can tweet at me, you can text the program at Chad Benson Show, 323-538-2423. Is what matters to you, if you support Trump and his revenge tour, and you think these people are all rhinos, even though facts say that she's absolutely not a rhino, and in fact, she voted, I think, more than anybody else with Trump. Answer me this question. Does it matter that they're destroyed, that they're beaten? Or does the general election matter? And that's an important thing. Because let's not forget that now, if you look at the polls, I don't know if the Republicans are going to take the Senate. Now, they will take the House, just because there's so much up for grabs, and and they're going to take the House. But the Senate, I don't think so. National, Republican, Congressional, uh, senatorial committee, right? So they, 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 they're the ones who spend a ton of money. So part of the Republican Party spent a ton of money. They're pulling money away from three places that they saw as vulnerable and opportunities to win. Blake Masters here in Arizona, their buy is through, I think, the end of this month or next month, and then they're no longer buying it for them. They've already spent that money. They're pulling it away. They're going to put it elsewhere. Pennsylvania, sorry, we're not doing it. Maryland, sorry, we're not doing it. They are looking around saying, nope, not going to happen. Why? Because they feel the lost causes. The, the thought process of, of getting people to show up and on a revenge tour and hyping them up because he's Trump, it's good, right? It's great, right? That's fantastic. But it's not the end game. I thought the end game was to win back the House and the Senate. Well, that is it. That is it. It is. So if you lose a vast majority of these races that are important, some of them it's just you're replacing one Republican with another Republican, whatever, right? Because whoever won this one, I was looking at the numbers last night. The person who came in third on the Republican side, right, I think would have won the Democratic side. Because there was only, when I last checked, there was only like fourteen or 1,500 votes on the Democratic side. That just shows you what Wyoming is. So it didn't really matter. But when it comes to the things that do matter, if you can't expand your tent, what does that even mean, Chad? 
if you can't get more people to come to the tent and go, you know what? Our tent, it's, it's, we need more tent. I need more tent. I don't have enough tent. It's too many people. We got people outside the tent. Get bigger tents. That's what it means. And that's going to be the big thing going forward. How do some of these people pivot? There is a uh, woman who is a Democrat uh, running in Texas. And she is a uh, she got through the primaries running uber left, right? Like, you know, jobs for everybody and free health care and da-da-da-da-da. The minute she got through the primary, go look at her. Uh, her name is, uh, I think it's Vallejo. You go look at her website now she has scrubbed all of that stuff she's trying to slowly go into the center and not seem like somebody who's uber progressive because that's what we used to do like back in the old days right you know bill's out there like hey i'm gonna give everybody everything they ever want blah 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 you know and, and bush is like yeah 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 and he does this and 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 you play to that and then the minute that the because you know who's showing up it's the diehards but you need the diehards plus the rest, and then you need those independents. So people would shift gears, and they would wander into the to a bit of the center. They would still be on their side of the aisle, but it was a bit of the center to have an appeal. We don't do that anymore. And the question is, is there enough of that MAGA group of people that are going to show up to get some of these people who are beyond flawed candidates like Herschel Walker is a mess like a mess Dr. Oz what is that about I mean so there there's some serious issues here and this is this is big time right it's big boy big woman this is grown-up stuff and Herschel Walker's like yeah you should take care of your kids you got like a bunch of kids, you know, uh, yeah, you know, it's, he's who, what? There is, it, it is, is a mess. So the question you ask yourself is, was it important to get rid of these people? Or is it actually important to win? And if you end up losing, like you've eliminated these people out of politics, right? 10 of the 12 in the revenge tour are gone. But you end up losing the general and you don't take back the Senate. Is that a loss? And you don't get as many seats in the House as you thought. Is that a loss? That's a fair question. Fair question indeed. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Good news, though. Uh, Biden spends lots of money. Uh, we got the an Inflation Reduction uh, uh, Act that was passed. He signed it yesterday. And uh, so you guys, are you feeling it? Is, is, is it deflating as we speak? A lot of economists say that this will have a negligible effect negligible. on inflation over the long term. It does reduce our deficit by $300 billion. That's definitely a good news for Americans. But those hoping that this was going to reduce the grocery bill immediately or help them with relief at the gas pump immediately, it's not going to happen. Wait, what? But I, I thought this was all about the they were going to and then everything was going to go and was going to go down. It's down. It's like you can't stop it. It's going down. It's it's. it's it's not going to do anything for us in the short term. The long term, like all of these things, on paper, if everything goes great, it's going to be solid, right? Yeah, this thing's going to be great, man. On paper, it's going to be fantastic. 
But like sports and everything else, it's not played on paper. It's played in real life. And if all things stayed the same, maybe this thing does something. Life doesn't stay that way. You know that. Things are going to change. New people are going to come in. They may try to combat some of this stuff. They may. So all of this, what does it do? Well, it adds a bunch of IRS agents. And, you know, that's been one of the big talking points in, in all of this. It's like, how many IRS agents are they, are they going to, to add here? What are they going to do? They're adding a ton of IRS agents. Okay. But, you know, I, outside of that, I look and I think the best thing in this is Medi- you know, Medicare being able to go and, and say, hey, we're going to negotiate our own rates when it comes to prescription drugs. That's probably the best part of this. The rest of it is just, uh, you know, it's, 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 you call it, oh, we're going to reduce uh, inflation uh, through all this stuff. It's simply a climate bill. That's it. There's nothing else. It, it, it's a climate bill. I am confident this bill will endure as one of the greatest legislative feats in decades. It'll lower costs, create millions of good paying jobs. And is the boldest climate bill ever. Is it really going to create millions of jobs? CBO doesn't see that. And by the way, again, inflation. He never talked about inflation. I think it's reduced costs. It reduces some of the deficit. But even the leftist leaning of economists have all kind of said, eh, negligible at best. Negligible at best. It's going to raise taxes. And as we all know, what they tell you when it raises taxes is it will end up raising taxes and costing most of us. Because once taxes get raises, I, I continue to say this, uh, consumers, you understand this, where government does it, where does it get passed off to the consumer? Do they just eat everything up or not? No, 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 no. And as we all know, the world's not coming to an end. It's not. And us doing something that we think is great is fantastic. Taking steps that are necessary to get off all these fossil fuels and to do a lot of things. Yeah, I've got zero problems with that. It's just the game that gets played is so ridiculous. And the amount of money that we waste. And that's the other thing. Most of I'd like to have Medicare for all and everybody. Yeah, me too. How about this? We stop wasting money doing other crap that's ridiculous. But we're going to save the climate. We're not. Because the other big offenders out there won't stop doing what they're doing. Go tell China and India, hey, stop it. I know you got 3 billion people to feed, but if you guys could cut everything down, that'd be super. They'll be like, yeah, sure, sounds great. Then right back at it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to get to today. Man, we're going to squeeze in. It's Wednesday, too. So you know we got to get what? And we're going to totally get woke just for you. I promise you that. Plus, Supersonic Chat. Is it back? Oh, kind of excited about this. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. This is intriguing indeed. Oh, yes. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Go there. Buddy Dr. Dennis Black. Spoke to him a couple weeks ago. He's the founder, creator of Rough Greens. Uh, he, his goal. Right? His goal is to, to get every dog in America the opportunity to try Rough Greens for themselves. 
I say it all the time, what it's done for my dog. Doodle is just, it's changed his life because it's given him life. And it's given him life in a tremendous way because, you know, this has got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, all these incredible things I sprinkle on top of his food. The thing about it is Doodle wouldn't be here because we were going to put him to sleep. We just, he was getting bitey. You couldn't touch him. And uh, now we're three and a half, four years into our time with Rough Greens, and he is happier and healthier than he's ever been with us. And that is amazing. Now's your chance to try Rough Greens for free. You cover the cost of shipping. They're going to mail you a bag. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get your free bag now. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. The great and original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all. Lincoln ultimately prevailed. He saved our union and he defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. Liz Cheney there. Uh, I'm so wait now you're saying that you're Lincoln. No, what she's saying is uh, I am not Lincoln, but he lost and he continued to go on. And, you know, she is thinking about running for president. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how what she thinks her platform is going to be. Uh, and and she is uber conservative. And while the Democrats don't hate her, they only like her because of the person she stands against. That's it. They don't like her for any other reason. They'll think, oh, we really like she's great. She, no, no, they don't like her at all. Except for one thing, Essie Cup. Put it best. Also, I mean, her politics are very polarizing. I know that she has become... Um, uh, you know, a, a friend to Democrats because of her positioning on Trump, but she's very conservative. I don't see um, a natural, you know, voting block for Liz Cheney. She's to the right of me. <laughs> she's to the right of me, and I'm so right. Oh, yeah. So who knows what she's going to do, but she's going to enjoy that national profile, and if I'm her, I would run with it as far as I can, get a book deal, and then eventually go work at Fox or CNN or somewhere like that and make, uh, you know, uh, five million bucks a year, right? Nothing wrong with that. Run with that thing. Uh, Phil, what was that book? We had that guy. We have that guy on all the time who talks about things never change ever, like, you know, like air travel and stuff. I always forget that guy. That guy's book was I can't awesome. think of his name either. Talked about what, we talk about air travel well, guess what, kids? We may see some air travel that's changing soon. Air travel that's changing in a real way that would be more palatable on long journeys. The aircraft is still in the prototype stage, and Boom is still searching for a company to make the engine. According to the Associated Press, Boom is talking with Rolls-Royce and others. The last time people could fly at supersonic speeds on a commercial flight? 2003, the year British Airways and Air France retired the Concorde. Yeah. Now, how awesome would this be? Well, super awesome. When they're talking about how fast this thing would go, and trying to figure out about the sonic boom, can it fly over land and do certain things? 
Uh, but it is about travel. And if you go back and look at jet travel 60 years ago and you look at it now, not a lot has changed. I mean, we're not getting to, it's not like we've picked up hours upon hours of time from point A to point B. The airline saying it's planning to buy as many as 20 supersonic jets. American says they'll fly as fast as 1,300 miles per hour. Boom, the company that plans to build the supersonic jets, says a trip from New York to London would take about three and a half hours. Yeah, that would be huge. They're talking about Los Angeles. Currently, Los Angeles to Australia is anywhere between like 15 and 17 hours. Anywhere between seven and eight hours. From Seattle to Tokyo, four hours. That's that's incredible, which was also a great show. But that would be awesome. Now, the price is one thing uh, because there's not going to be a ton of seats. So we'll see. But uh, they're raising money, and they think they've already got to where they sold 20 of them to American Airlines, except for the fact that there actually isn't any planes yet. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how this thing plays itself out. But, man, that'd be great to see technology actually moving away where it is improving airspeed, getting from point A to point B. 323-538-2423. Let's get a little woke. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What's up, party people? Trump, the whole probe. What's going on with the probe, Chad? You haven't talked about Trump. but they going to get him? Are they capturing him? What's going to happen? Ah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, honestly, it's whatever's going to happen is going to happen. They're not uh, releasing the info. They're going to go again later today in front of a judge. But the reality is, is uh, they, you know, and this is where the DOJ needs to figure out how you go about doing it. I saw Dershowitz said, look, tell everybody what you were looking for and redact the information. It's not that hard. Donald Trump is calling for it to be unsealed, and a group of media organizations, including ABC News, is also asking the judge to do that. But the Justice Department strongly opposes unsealing this sworn affidavit. In a court filing, department lawyers arguing that unsealing the affidavit could, quote, cause significant and irreparable harm to the investigation, chill future cooperation by witnesses, and put highly classified materials at risk of exposure. Again, redacting. More transparency. Because if you open it up and you say, "Eh, we We just wanted our stuff back. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. If you open it up and you're like, this is a big investigation. We're coming from. He's got all this stuff. I go back to this. Like the other day. Well, what would you be saying? It took 18 months for you guys to go. We really need to get these things. Merrick Garland the other day is like, I was thinking about this thing for weeks and months. Should I or shouldn't I? Well, it's obviously not that important if you're thinking to yourself, man, I think he's got some stuff that's super secret. 
Not just regular secrets. Should we get it? Should we not get it? I'll think about it. Maybe I'll ask the April. April, should we go? Should we not go? Oh, it told me to ask again later. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> My goodness me. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll figure out what they're going to do. What do I think it's going to be? I have no idea what it is. It could be something benign. It could be something really dangerous. Oh, my goodness. They were conspiring. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. But to watch the people, even Trump said, we need to take, we need to ratchet down the temperature. We need to bring the, the noise level down a bit. You guys are currently at a five million. We need you at like a four. Four billion? No, a four. Yeah. So hopefully cooler, calmer heads will prevail. They'll be a little bit more transparent. I think it's in their best interest. I think it's in the country's best interest at this point because if it's a tinderbox, we're not asking you to spill the beans on the investigation. But we're just trying to say, is this truly political? Have you guys painted yourself into a corner because of politics or is there potentially some there there? And it and it, one thing that we're talking about here and uh, about Trump, let's not forget, this may not be all about Trump. Yes, it's Miralago. Yes, he's the former president. All of those things are true. But the reality is, is I doubt he packs those boxes. Who had access to him? Could there have been more issues with somebody else? That's a possibility. I mean, I don't think he's one. Like, oh, was it January sixth stuff? Yeah, what he, he kept about. So he flushes evidence supposedly at the White House, but the minute he gets home to Miralago, he revisits it. Hmm. No, that doesn't make any sense, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But here we are. And then there's other things. I continue to think that look, the best thing going for them is what can we do? to make it so he's uncomfortable and doesn't run to be president. That's kind of where I think they're trying to push this. That's it. Like, how can we get this guy to step away? Because he's such a thorn in the side. By the way, he's a thorn in the side of the Republicans as much as the Democrats in a lot of ways, uh, which is good at times for the American people, but also bad. I mean, like legally, like what did they find? And is he actually, is he actually in trouble? Because I think the goal is to try to knock him out of the 2024 elections, right? By big trying him for crimes. Yeah. He's got national secrets. I was watching somebody today, and they're just like, uh, <laughs> it's just funny, this morning, early on, and uh, super scholar, left-leaning scholar, right? It's like one of the muckety-muck shows or whatever, and they're like, uh, well, I mean, are these things really declassified? And he goes, look. If he said they're declassified, and he said everything here is declassified, and not a lot you're going to be able to try him on. That's the that's kind of a because they're like, well, there is a process. There is a this, that's that. It, it's it's the executive branch, and the guy reminded everybody he is the only person in the executive branch. Oh yeah, that's true. That's the true thing. Uh, more from Babylon B CEO Seth Dillon and Joe Rogan. Is it really about he wasn't like to have. confidential information that he shouldn't have had in his home? Like 
Well, I think the the problem is having it, right? Because if you have it in an unsecure location, meaning unsecure in terms of the government's protection, it's not it's not locked up in archives. It's not in a plastic case. Then that's a problem because that safe could be open. Yeah, but do you think that's a genuine concern, or is it they want to find <clears throat> something, anything that they can use to prevent him from running again? Yeah. I mean, uh, if I, mean, I, I think the whole thought process is just how can we stop him from running again? That's a big deal for them because it, it drives them crazy. It drives everybody crazy. And at the same time, uh, you know, like Liz Cheney voted with him 99% of the time because she's like, the way he governs, the things that matter in the conservative side, I like. He, uh, he himself and I. But, uh, but 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 his demeanor, the way that he acts, his picking fights, his overstepping, all of those things, those things I don't like. I'm going to tell you this, and I told you this the other day. If I'm Trump, I'm not worried about any of this stuff here unless there was just something that is so mind-boggling. I am worried about Georgia. I'm worried about a few of these places where they went too far potentially, especially some of his his people see Rudy Giuliani and that's where I have more fear and worry if at all if I'm him this feels very political and till told otherwise how many times have we heard, you know people cried wolf and there's been no wolf and at some point you have to ask show me the wolf next time and then you can start crying Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet text love hearing from all of you guess what day it is Wednesday. Let's get woke. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be brutal, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a loose. It's time for Woke Wednesday. Woke Wednesday, kids. We get woke every single Wednesday. We do this to bring you and to enlighten you on all the insanity that is going on out there. And there be plenty of it indeed. It's always about the pronouns, right? Like, you know, pronouns, pronouns. And there's plenty of that stuff out there. There's plenty of wackiness going on when it comes to 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 that and it is i'm always fascinated by because i see the people around here who have to sit through all these you know inclusive meetings and all of these things and i'm just like ah the hours it takes and the frustration that people have afterwards and nobody's ever happy leaving those by the way never is anybody ever happy we had to do these meetings they suck they're horrible i hate doing them and and it doesn't matter what color you are <laughs> Everybody's still pissed. Well, there's 90 minutes of my life. I'm never going to get back. Hey, we'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, but it's here. It's here. And that's why I tell everybody, understand what's going on in the woke world. It's here, and it's going to be at your office sooner rather than later. If people do not use the correct pronouns, the correct language, the correct title, the correct name, then sometimes... I am forced to remind them to. 
and if they continue to refuse, and I don't mean by accident, I mean to actively refuse, then I get to a point where I maybe have to cut them out of my life. Okay. Well, then do that. But you have to tell everybody what you're going to do. Because I do. So you got to use pronouns the right way. First of all, whatever happened, I have never in my life referred to somebody by their pronoun. I haven't. Hey, where did so-and-so go? They went over there. Okay. Well, that's a pronoun. Now, come on. No, you know what I mean. I'm not going to call them they in their face. It's your name. What's your name? My name's uh, whatever. Okay, hey, wait, what's up? Whatever. I said, so I'm going to call you. My name's Katie. Hi, Katie. My name's Chad. But that's what you're getting nowadays. You're getting that if you don't from the word police, right, from, 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 from the pronoun Gestapo, you will pay the price. Cut you out of my life. I'll get rid of you. We'll 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 we'll, we'll take you straight to the the you know to the firing lines of human resources. And when you talk to human resource people, ask them about when they get resumes and they on top of the top of the thing, and they've got their their pronouns listed. It's like I'll file that right over here in the garbage. <laughs> With it, no. Let's talk about the pronouns per hers, which are neo pronouns that anyone of any gender can use to affirm and express their identities. Per hers pronouns are based off the word person, and they're basically pronounced in the same way. Let's practice with an example. If I were talking about someone who uses per hers pronouns, I might say, as soon as per introduced herself, I knew we'd be friends. Per energy is radiant, and I cannot wait to see per again. You're just making crap up. That's not, it's not, you might as well have said pert. Like the shampoo? Like the shampoo. Where's pert? I don't know. Pert left. No, wait. Pert fadobbled. Because I'm now using the word fadobbled as leaving. Pert fadobbled to the flifty floppy for the snurgler. Oh, now you're just being stupid, Chad. You think? Yeah, a little bit. But also, being kind of honest. I like for doubled. Would you for doubled off? Pert for doubled off. Maybe that's just it. From now on, everybody's pronouns are not even that. You're just named after shampoo. <laughs> oh, pert. You could be bedhead, right? You could do that. If you want to be pert, you could be bedhead. There's some of the great head and shoulders. But that's if you're both, right? It's non-binary because you're head and shoulders. <laughs> sometimes I feel shoulders. Sometimes I feel head. 323-538-2423. At uh, Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Yeah, woke. Again, coming to a human resource meeting near you. Yes, indeed, indeed. This portion of said program is brought to you by BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. Better help. Uh, what is better help? Uh, imagine therapy. Trying to get into a therapist nowadays. Uh, good luck. Good luck to you. I wish you all the best. It's not happening. Mm-mm-mm. It's just people are so busy. Better help comes in and says, no, we're doing it differently here. We're going to show you how you can support a healthy brain. You can learn a new language of taking power naps and, 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 and really caring for your mind with therapy online. Offers video phone, even live chat therapy sessions. And here's the great thing. If you don't want to see somebody, but you just want to talk to them, 
you can do that. Easy online questionnaire. Within 48 hours, you're paired with a therapist, and it's much more affordable than therapy itself in person. And right now, I'm going to save you an extra 10%. Okay? Right now, on your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash Benson. Betterhelp.com slash Benson for 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. I usually don't get into politics. As an ordinary suburban housewife, you feel a little disrespected. I teach my children not to name cards. You are a Oh, man. Um, guys, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? Chad Benson. Elon Musk shaking up the internet yet again. The billionaire and Tesla owner tweeted that he's buying London's Manchester United soccer team, but it appears to be a stunt. The account at Tesla owners SV tweeted him, are you serious? Musk replied, no, this is a long running joke on Twitter. I'm not buying any sports teams. This as Musk is in a dispute with Twitter for trying to back out of his deal to buy the social media giant. Where do we start with that? First of all, being heartbreaking that he's not buying Manchester United, but where it went wrong in the report. Let's go over this again. It It's early on. Elon Musk shaking up the Internet yet again. The billionaire and Tesla owner tweeted that he's buying London's Manchester United soccer team. All right, producer Phil, uh, where is Manchester United located? Somewhere in England. Uh, but if you were to say what city would it be located in? I'll go with Manchester. Manchester. Okay. And then there's London. And they are not in the same place. <laughs> so shame on you. In fact, they're in the exact opposite places. London down south. Up north is Manchester. So you have failed us and you've lied. Liar. Liar, pants upon thine fire. Don't do that to me. Remember yesterday we are talking about those kids like, we're so tired, we can't work anymore, we're going to quiet quit because I need work-life balance. This guy says, screw you. At a time when most people around the world stay in the same job for an average of five to ten years or are quitting in record numbers following the pandemic, one man in Brazil is breaking records for working at the same company for 84 years. Walter Orthman started as a shipping assistant for a textile company in 1938. Guinness World Records says that's earned him a spot in their book for the longest career at the same company. Orthman, now 100 years old, is still working. He's a sales manager now and says his record is his proudest achievement. Yeah. Never said, oh, this is just too much. I need to not do this anymore. I'm just going to tell you this, guys, right now. That guy, putting in the work every single day. He started working there seven years before the end of World War II. Soak that up. Chad, I don't know if I can soak it up. I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. Soak it up. Soak it up is all I'm saying. Soak it up. 323-538-2423. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. I had so many people text me yesterday. 
I mean, next hour we'll get to it, and you can check out the podcast if you miss any of the show about those kids whining about, like, I just don't know if I want work this much. I need work-life balance. That guy doesn't have any work-life balance. He probably has uh, 50 kids and 175 grandkids, and he's, he's got all this stuff in his life, and there's no work-life balance for that guy. That guy just does it. He just does life. Whiny kids. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Uh, bad night for Liz Cheney. Good night for the MAGA crowd. Liz Cheney is done and dusted. Finally, you got rid of her. She's evil and bad. She tried to destroy Yahweh. Two years ago, I won this primary with 73% of the vote. I could easily have done the same again. The path was clear, but it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. It would have required that I enable his ongoing efforts to unravel our democratic system and attack the foundations of our republic. That was a path I could not and would not take. Yeah, she's out. You know, everybody saw that. I mean, she ended up losing by 20 some points. That was not a shocker. By any means. And the question is, if you're a Republican, you have to ask yourself, is there an opportunity here for us to expand the, the tent beyond the 2020 election and the, the, the continual fight over, you know, uh, the stolen election and stuff? And, and, and MAGA, is, is there a situation where you can grow this? Because I think there is. I, I do. I think, I think there absolutely 100% is an opportunity. The likes of Ron DeSantis is a perfect example. Now, what's he look like on a national stage? Eh, I don't know. There's still a lot, but you could see somebody who's got the MAGA ideas, who's not afraid to push back, but isn't going to pick a fight with everybody. Understands the game of politics in a different way than Trump did. That kind of populism with conservative ideas can go a long way. Remember, Trump was his own worst enemy. If you're living in the past and your whole goal is to try to undo the 2020 election and because of that you got on Trump's good side and he helped you get elected and you don't have any other ideas that are real, well then, the general election is probably going to be very uncomfortable. So we shall see what takes place when the general comes. Because as much as the, 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 the revenge tour that has gone on uh, with Trump getting back at everybody who, who went against him on the January 6th thing, the reality is, is if his people don't do well, then what does that say? 
meaning if these people who challenged got through the primaries and then on to the general and they get boat raced, well, then there's an issue there. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. All that being said, uh, we got a party, right? Because we got a new bill, and the bill's amazing, and it's incredible. It's going to save us quadrillions of dollars, and it's all fantastic. Inflation goes away in an hour. A lot of economists say that this will have a negligible effect on inflation over the long term. It does reduce our deficit by $300 billion. That's definitely a good news for Americans. But those hoping that this was going to reduce the grocery bill immediately or help them with relief at the gas pump immediately, it's not going to happen. What? But it says it right on the thing, right? It says reduce inflation act. It's not, that's the whole point of this. Wasn't that the whole point? Like we're going to reduce Reduce the like the inflation was go. No, it's not. It was. It's it's a name, and that's that's the whole thing. That is the political game. It's like how can I phrase this in such a way that it is it makes everybody go ah. So you can put anything you want into the bill, right? So you go throw a bunch of stuff in there, and like, what should we call it? We're like, oh, like. Feathers and puppy dogs. And you're like, you don't like feathers and puppy dogs? If you don't vote for it. Well, have you seen what's in it? I don't care. It says feathers and puppy dogs. There's all kinds of stuff in it. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. Joe Manchin is super excited. We've got to do things again. America's got to come together. But, you know, this is not, they said, a green bill. I said, it's not a green bill. It's not a blue bill. It's a red, white, and blue bill. It really is. It's a red, white, and blue bill. It's a duck bill platypus. That's what you should have called it. Interesting note. The only mammal that is venomous is duck bill platypus. So write that down. Okay. So what's in it? All kinds of stuff. Uh, it's bold. It's big. It's the greatest climate change uh, thing. It's going to fix everything. It's going to be fantastic. Nothing is going to, it's going to be awesome. You're going to save. It's going to be huge. The reason why this was so positive is because there was this just this enormous sense of hope that government actually can function, that we are moving forward, that this White House, in partnership with the, the House and the Senate, can actually do big pieces of legislation that impact real people. And yeah, people will start to feel this if they take advantage of the tax credits. If they take advantage of if you're willing to go out and spend a bunch of money. You can have some tax credits. You can get some solar stuff done. Solar is expensive. It's not as cheap as you think. On top of that, uh, when it comes to the cars, right? Like they, they talk about the cars. Oh, you're going to buy these cars. The cars are going to be fantastic, except there's a catch. It gives consumers a tax credit to buy electric vehicles or fuel cell vehicles, new or used. And it gives them a credit, a tax credit of up to $7,500 if those vehicles were made in America. Oh. Yeah, that sounds great. So now you have to ask yourself, uh, which ones are made in America? Well, Chad, I mean, I need a Tesla. That's my. Gonna get. Now, there's a website you can go to uh, where you can look at all the ones that are made in America. And there's not a lot. There is not a lot of these that are made here strictly. 
So uh, you got to look and see. So the batteries, a good portion of them, U.S., Canada, Mexico, this is where they have to be made. That's the eligibility to qualify. I think it's only 8% of these vehicles. And, you know, it's like people are like, I totally love to drive, you know, electric vehicle. It's a Tesla. You want a Prius? Nobody wants a Prius. <laughs> you get older, you're like, I'll take a Prius. <laughs> so I don't care about that. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm kidding. I would not take a Prius. I always look at a Prius and I thought, man, that's like an early design of a Lego car. And they're like, this looks good. <laughs> this looks really good. And you're like, I don't think so. I don't think it looks as good as you think it looks. I just don't. So there's not a ton of those. So all that being said, yeah, I mean, there's some neat stuff in there as far as like, you know, what you're doing when it comes to being able to negotiate, you know, the pharmaceutical companies and Medicare and stuff like that stuff is good. A lot of stuff, the green stuff is exactly what it is. It'll re reduce, in theory, some of the deficit. And, you know, God knows we need a lot more of that. Uh, but at the end of the day, what it says it is, it actually isn't. So you sold the bill of goods to the people because in theory you realize, man, eh, people are stupid. They don't know. They're not looking. They don't care. Right? So they look at it. They think you and I and everybody else are stupid. That we won't look, that we don't care, that we don't understand. Couldn't be further from the truth. But at the end of the day, they got it done. So we'll see what it looks like. Theory is different than practice. Everybody's got a plan in the NFL. It works so good at practice. Yeah, well, you know what? The other team also has a plan. And they're going to put their plan up against your plan. Watch what happens. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Hello, fresh. Meals are delicious. Uh, I have my Hello Fresh almost every night. Some nights I get home so late that it's it's tough and and uh, you know the kids. I'm like, yeah, don't worry, you know, because by the time I get home, it's going to be too late, and I just I don't want to go to bed on a full stomach. But man, I tell you what, if I had an oven here at lunch, I would totally do it here, but I don't. And it is the best food. It's market fresh, restaurant style. It's the taste of summer, and it is so incredible. And you can go out, right? So you get this app, right? And you go to your HelloFresh app, and you, and you look, and you're like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to have, right? And it's 55 different meals each week. So you get firecracker meatballs this week. You've got, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I've had everything you could think of when it comes to pasta. They've got amazing, incredible beef tenderloin steakhouse style. All of this great, great stuff. And it's beautiful, and it tastes delicious portioned correctly and right now you have a chance to get 16 free meals and three free gifts over seven boxes all you have to do is go to hellofresh.com slash benson 16 the meals are easy you put them in the oven they come with a little card tells you how long they take here's a perfect style a uh, steakhouse style pork chops you go there and you look and it's 35 minutes 520 calories difficulty medium that's it Tells you everything that's in it right there. It gives you the whole nutritional value, and you do all from your app right there. 
Get 16 free meals, three free gifts across seven boxes. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. Enjoy the taste. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Lift off. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the webs of the Inter. And that would be the Inter and Net, if you will. Start uh, with Twitter. The excitement that is Twitter and the battle of craziness. Obviously more still going on with the FBI. Uh, COVID-19 updates are trending in some places because there's going to be a chance you get a yet another booster that is specifically built for the one of the Omicrons, one of the 12,000 Trumpism, January 6th committee. Liz Cheney trending because she's thinking about running for president. She's like, you know what? I lost this. and I think I'd like to lose on a national level. It's not a very nice thing. Black Cat Appreciation Day. No way. National Nonprofit Day. No way. So, in the Texas school district is removing and reviewing dozens of challenged books, including the Bible and an illustrated ad- adaptation of Anne Frank's diary, which we all know is fake news. That never happened. It's not very nice shit. Head over to Twitter where everybody argues. I mean, after Twitter, we go straight over to Google where it's just about fun stuff. Election results, Elvis Presley, Bed Bath & Beyond, that's trending. Manti Teo's Netflix uh, untold uh, girlfriend hoax comes out today. I guess you can check that out if you want to. The Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Remember that? Remember the whole Inflation Reduction Act? Yeah, yeah, there it is. There it is. You guys see that? You guys see it? You see it reducing the inflation? You see it? You don't? Look closer. Snoop Dogg's got breakfast cereal. Snoop Loops. <laughs> that guy is. Man, he is entrepreneurial and I love it. Snoop Loops contains vitamin D, fiber, and whole grain. Uh, and has more marshmallows, Phil, if you wanted to know that. It's gluten free, it's got more marshmallows. Uh, Broadus Foods, which is his family's name. Uh, now, and by the way, okay, it is the Berry Delicious Faux Shizzle. <laughs> is this a commercial? I'm afraid to see if this is a commercial. Snoop Loops. So tricks were for kids, right? You had Snap, Crackle, and Pop, right? Tony the Tiger's all, they're great. 
and now with this, it's for shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> How's the cereal? It's for shizzle, my nizzle. Wouldn't it be hilarious if it was just some animals just high sitting at the thing, the commercial? <laughs> just kids like, are those are those, are those Snoop Loops? He's like, what? <laughs> Before you wake and bake, get some Snoop Loops. I don't think you're being very nice, Chad. Come on now. Come on now. Stop being so serious. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet us and uh, text the program if you'd like to. Yell at me for anything other than, well, whatever it is that you want to do. Here's a mom telling a kid, this is what you do when you have a school shooter approaching you. Teacher calls over the intercom, says it's not a drill. Everybody go in the corner and be really quiet and still. What do you do? Now show me how you use your bulletproof backpack. Good job. If a teacher says, Weston, you don't need your backpack, let's get in the corner. I say, no, I need it. It's bulletproof. Okay? That's insane. I'm like, no, I need it. I got my gun in there. So crazy that we're at that point. Bulletproof backpacks. My God, what is wrong with us? Plenty. 323-538-2423. What's not wrong with you is Eden Pure. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Get the best air purifier around. Now, when you go to EdenPureDeals.com, you're going to use Chad Bogo, B-O-G-O. You buy one, you get one. The best air purifier. Plug it straight into the wall. It's super quiet and amazing. And guess what? How many filters do you need to buy, Chad? No filters at all. Never mess with that. Eliminates odors fast. And I'm talking quick. I'm talking fast. You will smell the difference. If you have a problem area, let's just say it's, you know, you got a, the litter box or you know, one of your kids is really smelly, right? You know, that kid is like, he goes through puberty. He's like, Put one in there. You watch what happens. Smell the difference. You know, when you open the door, he's like, oh, you won't have that anymore. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code CHAD3. Uh, I mean, uh, discount code Chad Bogo, B-O-G-O. So you buy one, you get one. You buy 10, you get 10. See where we're going with this? Free shipping. Get it now. The Bogo, buy one, get one. EdenPureDeals.com, Chad Bogo. EdenPureDeals.com, Chad Bogo. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Teacher calls over the intercom, says it's not a drill. Everybody go in the corner and be really quiet and still. What do you do? Now show me how you use your bulletproof backpack. Good job. If a teacher says, Weston, you don't need your backpack, let's get in the corner. I say, no, I need it. It's bulletproof. Okay? It's a mom teaching her kid how to escape a uh, school gunman. It's just... Wrong with people, like you know what? I'm so angry. I'm gonna go shoot up a bunch of kids. Why? Because you're pissed off at the world, and 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 yes, that's exactly what it is. A bunch of mentally diseased young men 
who have no way to figure out how to deal with anger, and that's what they need to do. And now we have to buy bulletproof backpacks? You know, the other day here, uh, we had a, like the first week of school, there was a guy that somebody saw with a gun approaching campus and did have a gun. They took him into custody, but they locked down the whole school and he wasn't going into the school, but still, you know, okay, that's fine. But the parents showed up and some of the parents got tased because everybody is hyper aware of what took place at Uvalde. And thinking that, well, if there's a gunman inside, we're just going to let them do whatever they do. And, and you know, so parents are thinking that all police are like that. No. It happened to be those chicken asses that were like that. It is not all police. I think I think right now, uh, 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 at this point, I think, you know, people are going to, officers don't even have a gun, right? You know, Paul Blart is going to run in there with his, with his mace and a, a stick. You're not going to see the repeat of that. But the fact that she's got to teach him, he's got, he's got a bulletproof backpack. My God! If the police are outside the door, but the shooter is in your room, and they call out, is anybody in there? What do you do? I say, I'm here. Absolutely not. You don't say a word. If the shooter is in there, you do not say a word. You stay absolutely silent. Okay, you get out of the building. Where do you go? Where do you run? Outside. Where outside? Home. You run as far away from the school as you can go. Okay. Mom will find you. That's just, yeah, that's, you listen to that. It's just, what, where, what? Sad. It's absolutely, uh, it's nuts. It's nuts. It is. Speaking of nuts, it's Wednesday, so let's get a little woke. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way, too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be brutal, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Pamela Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. A man! It's time for Woke Wednesday. All right, let's get a little bit woke. Uh, this is a dad of a three-year-old, and he's a little pissed, and he's got every right to be. All right, I need to know if any parents of young kids have had this same experience. So we just took my three-year-old son in the doctor for a checkup. My three-year-old son. Okay, there's a reason why I'm emphasizing that, and you're about to know why. So my wife and I are waiting in the room with our son, and the doctor comes in. And he sees my son sitting there on the table, and the first question that he asks him is, are you a boy or are you a girl? And I look at my wife like, what the f***? So luckily my son understands obvious tenets of biology at three years old, and says that he's a boy, just like his chart says. (laughs) I would have picked my son up and said, we're leaving. Are you a doctor or are you a dumbass? You know what? Based on your first question, I'm going to go with that one. Okay? What if the kid would have said, I am neither? I am a robot. I am a replica 29649er. Would you have treated him as such? And instead of maybe looking at him and giving him physical, would you maybe went and got to make sure he was all oiled and lubed up and, and that all of his circuits were working correctly? 
For the rest of the appointment, I can't even focus because I'm wondering why in the world this guy is asking the question. And call me paranoid, but this is where I think we're heading based on other things that have happened. An Ohio couple lost custody of their teenager for refusing them hormone treatment. And a divorced Texas couple were in a court battle over whether or not to let their 7-year-old transition from a boy to a girl. And many are saying that the new proposed Equality Act could lead to more parents losing custody of their kids who want gender transition. So again, call me paranoid, but I'm wondering if the doctor is asking the question of my son to see if he can establish a pattern over time that shows that my son wants to be a girl. And what pattern would that be? I'm just, I'm curious. You know, it's like, if is your son living as a girl? Yes, he's been living as a girl since birth. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I wouldn't even know. I would have just walked out. I would have said, we're done. I mean, you know what? I'll just, at this point, I would rather have a witch doctor th than you. I know you got a headache, but he's got some liver uh, from a chicken. And he's going to wipe it on your face. You're going to be fine. It's, fine. it's just, it's just like Tylenol. It is. And it's good too. Cause it's going to protect you from, you know, other things that may, you know, like a curse or something. You don't know. You know what he's not going to ask you? If you're a boy or a girl. I wonder what state this was. But here's the thing. My son is three. I'm not even going to let him choose what he wants for dinner. And some days, my son thinks he's a dinosaur. But I'm not going to let him transition to a dinosaur. And being in California, this is probably going to happen to people like me first. But I don't think it's going to be long before we start seeing parents lose custody of their young kids because they're not letting them transition to the opposite gender. And I think pediatricians are going to be the ones who are going to start calling it out. Yeah. That's what I've always said about, you know, uh, I was talking to Jack about this uh, before, before, he, before he went home. And he and I were chatting about this the other day. And I said, Jack, do you remember when you were, uh, you wanted to, <laughs> I said, you wanted to be a uh, fire engine, like transformer robot fire engine? Yeah. I said, I said, he goes, yeah, that was awesome. I said, would you have been stoked? Because you've like for a good solid month, you were living the, the I'm a fire engine Dream, I said, would it have been great if dad would have went out and just got a bunch of metal and just, just attached it to your body? How awesome would that have been? He goes, that have been stupid. I'm like, exactly. Exactly. Stupid. Hi, my name is Priya Dar. I'm one of the doctors at the Center for Adolescent and Young Adult Health here at the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. I wanted to talk to you guys today a little bit about puberty blockers. Puberty blockers are basically a medication that says, hey, let's just put a pause on puberty. Um, and that can be really beneficial for younger kids who have either might um, go through a lot of psychological distress as they go through puberty if they're uh, struggling with gender dysphoria, or for somebody who's saying, hey, I'm not really sure if I feel comfortable in my body or, or what gender I truly identify with. Oh, good. Fantastic. We, we know you're not pushing anything there. I can already hear it. I can already hear it. We need to talk about what's happening in Texas. The governor is trying to take away vital health care for transgender kids and labeling it as child abuse. Giving gender affirming care to transgender children is medically necessary and supports their health and well-being. First of all, it's not medically necessary. Right. If you have a little girl that believes that 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 she's she is a boy and and wants to be identified that, and and doesn't get the blockers or the 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 stuff that you do, they're not going to die. Well, yes, they could. They commit suicide. All the more reason to ask: Is it a mental health problem?
Oh, yeah. Let's, we, could, we could do that, too. Because if you think life is, 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 is really troubling now for you, what happens when you're 17 or 18 and you're like, uh, remember when I switched? Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. But now everything's a hot mess. You're like, oh. It's just, it's, they, they act like, oh, they're denying you know, chemo. It's just, it's crazy. It is crazy. Chad, none of this stuff would happen. Everything's above board with the parents and the whole nine yards. Did you know in many states you can get certain types of health care without your parents being there or ever finding out about it? To figure out if you can get care sends parentals, go to your state health department website and find the laws related to teen health, consent, and confidentiality. What? Yeah. So there you go. You can go to that. Fantastic. You can't give my child an aspirin without four consent papers signed and calling me at work. But you can do other things? Yeah. We're going to look back at this time and say, what the hell was going on here? How, how did we get here? How do we get here where kids feel that they need to have a bulletproof backpack and train how to hide from a, a, a you know a, a shooting a mass shooter when i was a kid uh you know what we trained for earthquakes and once once a month on a I think it was a tuesday or a monday uh yeah cuz we live you know on the shore and they would have like the sirens would go off and we knew what that was like oh if we saw russians cuz it was the cold war but that's you know and I never worried about, like, I know none of my friends who've ever transitioned. And I have a lot of liberal friends, a lot of gay friends. None of them have ever trend. None of them. And magically now, it seems that, you know, like I was talking to Jack. I'm like, Jack, do you have junior high? Do you have any kids? Oh, because we got a bunch of them. And I'm like, wow, that's, it's either something's in the water or this is a fad. And think about this before you go, you're anti-trans. No, actually, I'm not. Far from it. I'm anti-fad when making a large decision that will affect you for the rest of your life. Based on peer pressure and things of that nature that go on out there. Whether it's peer pressure from your actual peers or pressure from societal Areas of which you are maneuvering in life where maybe there are adults or other things who are, you know, who are thinking you're joining, you know, a team. I'm anti that. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Uh, do Omaha Steaks. I'm anti spending too much money and getting crappy meat. That's why Omaha Steaks rules. So, uh, summertime, still going on out there in a lot of places, still quite warm. In some places, like where we are, uh, we're going to be under 100, like, next week for the whole week. You don't think I'm barbecuing every night? Oh, yeah, I am. Taking advantage of it. Right now, they have the All-American assortment in the Bill Joe and Perfect Package. You're going to save over 50% of the All-American. Butcher's Cut Filet, boneless pork chops, air-chilled, boneless chicken breast, caramel apple tartlets, and so much more. On top of that, you're going to get 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers. 
Now, if you're saying, man, those sound good, but what about if I want all this stuff? Well, that's that's something you can do, right? Glad you asked. Build your own perfect menu package. And what do you get with that? Well, whatever you want and 12 free Omaha steaks, burgers. <gasps> Naturally aged for the ultimate tenderness. Juicy, flavor, delicious. I love my Omaha steaks. Uh, we barbecue quite a lot after we retrieved our barbecue from the giant windstorm that blew it away. And I will tell you this. It is phenomenal. And the, to me, out of all the stuff, uh, the steaks are incredible, the burgers and everything. And I'm a burger guy. The boneless pork chops, oh, right now, 100% money-back guarantee. It is unconditional. Try it for yourself. Save big. Omaha Steaks All-American Assortment or build your own perfect menu package right now. Visit omahasteaks.com. Keyword Benson in the search bar. omahasteaks.com. Keyword Benson. omahasteaks.com. Keyword Benson. You're going to get 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers with either package. omahasteaks.com. Keyword Benson. Chad Benson Show. States? Uh, no. Deep doo-doo? Yeah. The Chad Benson Show. It's a big week for fans of fantasy. Evil does not sleep. The new Lord of the Rings series, The Rings of Power, had its Hollywood premiere. The same week as the new Game of Thrones series, House of the Dragon, is set to debut on HBO. And Rings of Power star Cynthia Di Robinson says the two shows are not in competition. This idea of having to choose one or the other, you, you can watch both. The first two episodes of Rings of Power debut on Prime Video September 1st. What? Wait, what? Wait, 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 what? They're not in, no, they're not in competition. Now, I have seen The Lord of the Rings. Uh, that's all. I saw the first one. I haven't seen any other ones because I'm just like, whatever. I don't, it's never been my jam. I never saw Games of Thrones uh, just because it was, you know me. If you listen to the show, you know, hey, you tell Chad to go watch something. I'm like, nah, I will, wa- I will come to it when I want. That being said, you guys should go see That Fool, which is hilarious. It's on Hulu. If you have a chance, uh, check it out. But I don't know if I'll check out any of these. I may. I keep threatening. I'm like, I should probably watch Game of Thrones, right? You know, it's boobs and dragons and some, you know, some killings. So this should be, it's like totally up my alley. But then at the same time, eh. <laughs> very noncommittal. I watch the hell out of Gunsmoke, though. So I'll let you guys know that. You know what I've been watching lately, though? I think, Phil, you'll appreciate that. A little Barnaby Jones. That's going back. And, and let me tell you something. I watch Barnaby Jones, and I think to myself, first of all, Buddy Epstein, what a looker. Secondly, uh, he was house before house. He wasn't mean like house. But using medical, and it's just, it was very, instead of diagnosing somebody's problem, so like today he got some guy who was blackout all the time and people were dying and he was the, the murder suspect when reality is people were drugging him. But it totally was very house-esque. Ooh, it was. Oh, baby. And, uh, you know, it was in that too. That's the other thing. I love watching old shows to see people. You're like, is that, is that? And was it Sandra Locke, right? That's the one that was married to Clint Eastwood. She was in this. I was like, look at that. Youngster, the way that is. Barbie Jones, baby. A little, little fun there. People texting and tweeting in. Feel free to do so. Love hearing from each and every one of you kids uh, in, the, in the kid fun time. 
what are some of you saying besides the hate? Because we all know that's what it's all about in a lot of worlds. Uh, somebody asked, Chad, you said a platypus is venomous. I did earlier in the show. The male platypus has a half-inch spur on each of their hind legs. Each spur is connected to a uh, crawl gland or modified sweat gland, which creates a powerful venom. It's the only one, uh, only mammal, I think, on Earth that is venomous. What? Yeah, and they also lay eggs. <laughs> Just such a weird, effed up. What, the, what was the great saying? You know why they call it a duckbill platypus? Because, because effed up duck beaver thing was taken. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. The venom, by the way, is not poisonous. I mean, it's not fatal to humans. But it will make you think this sucks because uh, you'll feel horrible for a few days. So uh, whatever you do, when you see a duckbill platypus, run! Any kind of platypus, run! 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, Twitter. Tweet, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do, and remember, that is the text line. 323-538-CHAD. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson if you are the republicans and i'm talking about the average republican i'm not talking about the maga republican what is your thought process now because eight of the ten people who voted to impeach trump have been buried in the primaries and last night was no different the highest of the profiles of uh, all of these uh, people who are primaried. You know, remember, very rarely do you see somebody in the uh, get primaried by their own people when they're running for re-election, unless it's something just totally egregious. And for the Trump crowd, uh, anything that you did to go against Trump was seen as, you know, a sin against, uh, you know, the the modern day Messiah for a lot of people. And, you know, you guys can all sit there. Oh, you're just no, it's, it's, it's the reality of it all. The reality of us. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were like, well, she's a rhino. I go, so what's a rhino? Republican in name only. Right. I'm like, OK, OK. So she's a Republican named old, old Liz Cheney there. So that means that mostly she voted, you know, abstained, didn't get involved in any of the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she voted with Trump, I think, more than any other Republican. So this was essentially you crossed and pissed off Trump. But yeah, but she wanted to get rid of Trump. A lot of them did out of fear. They decided, nah, I don't want to do this. 
I can't. He's going to blow me out of the water. All of these things. Now they're dealing with those consequences. Liz Cheney last night, we said yesterday she's going to get boat raced. Two years ago, I won this primary with 73% of the vote. I could easily have done the same again. The path was clear. But it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. It would have required that I enable his ongoing efforts to unravel our democratic system and attack the foundations of our republic. That was a path I could not and would not take. Now, you don't have to like her. And look, there's a lot of people out there that don't like her. And, and, and not just because of this, uh, because of a lot of other things. You know, did she really live in Wyoming? Did she not live in Wyoming? Did she just move up there to become a, you know, to use the, her name and everything to, to get a place? And yeah, that, that, all those are fair. But this was specifically about Trump. Period. Case closed. End of story. She knew she was going to lose. She knew that she had crossed the path of many people. She knew what was, uh, you know, beset upon her to try to save herself, appealing for the the moderates, appealing for even Democrats. By the way, there's no Democrats in Wyoming. It's just none. If you go and look and see how many people voted last night in the primaries, which is virtually none. But then you look at the Democratic side who voted there. I think there was like two or three thousand votes. I mean, there's nobody On the Democratic side, Wyoming is probably the reddest state we have, but she lost uh, by a fair amount. No House seat, no office in this land is more important than the principles that we are all sworn to protect. And I well understood the potential political consequences of abiding by my duty. And tonight, Harriet Hageman has received the most votes in this primary. She won. I called her to concede the race. This primary election is over, but now the real work begins. Yeah. She is not done. She believes there's more to her story, and maybe there is. Here's something interesting, and I draw a parallel between her and uh, Katie Hobbs, who is uh, running here to be the governor of Arizona. The Republicans and the big lie made her a national story, which gave her a massive boost in fundraising. Was she going to throw her hat in? Absolutely. Did the Democrats here locally, uh, were they going to get behind her? Eh, I don't know if they were. I don't know. But it got to the point where she had gotten so much attention and she was on MSNBC and CNN almost on a daily basis that they had no choice. Because she was she was bringing in millions of dollars. And it raised her profile. Now, she's got a win. She goes up against Carrie Lake, uh, who has gotten a huge amount of, of press over the last couple months. And she's been arguably the most staunch person in defending Trump. Uh, and she's a former newscaster who just is now, hey, I'm going to run for governor. It, it, the whole thing is fascinating. Just, Trump is still in the mix. You have to think about that for a second. Every party in power, the president will always be in the mix in a midterm. The Democrats know that and they're looking and, and really, you know, Biden's got a lot of issues. I'm going to talk a lot about that as we have throughout the day. The reality, though, is Trump is still in the mix. He is not running for anything between the FBI raid, between the revenge tour, between all of those things. This is where we are and he is still doing what he's doing 
but is there an issue that could come out of this where you may have won your primary, but that is not the general. Can you pivot away enough, expand the tent? That's going to be the biggest issue the Republicans are going to face in the coming several weeks in the run up to the midterms. Can the people who focus solely on trying to be like Trump, enjoying the Trump bump, but if they get the same amount of votes, if you will, in the general, they're going to get boat raced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Already three, one, two, three Senate races where they thought they had a good chance. Guess what's happened? The National Republican uh, Senatorial Committee, who funds a lot of this stuff when it comes to races that they, you know, they're going after, they key focus, they've pulled back $10 million. They're pulling money away here from Blake Masters. He's down by 14 points to Mark Kelly, the most vanilla, I, I, I couldn't even tell you. I, he was an astronaut. His wife is his wife is Gabby Giffords. If you guys don't remember her, she was a congresswoman that got shot uh, in a mass shooting uh, at a rally that she was doing in in Tucson. And, uh, you know, he is. But he took over and won that seat that was once held by John McCain. And here he is now. And he's a Democrat that really, you know, this is a semi conservative state that's becoming more liberal but he's smoking trump's pick at least early on these are the things where like if you win the primary but you can't win the general that's not good right isn't the whole thing to win it all or am i wrong here oh yeah that's maybe yeah i always thought that's what it was maybe i'm wrong we shall see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. By the way, Liz Cheney says she's not going anywhere. The great and original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all. Lincoln ultimately prevailed. He saved our union. And he defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. Yeah. She says she's going national. She is. The, uh, she's got no the, nothing. Nothing about this is going to come out and in her favor where I think she thinks that she's going to. Are you going to run into third party? Is that is that what you think you're going to do? Because that's not going to do the things you think it's going to do. You don't have the uh, Democrats. And 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 while they cheer her on because she has gone after Trump, here's the reality of it when it comes uh, to her. And Essie Cup, who's a conservative. Uh, and again, let's 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 look at these things. You have just plain old Republicans, right? You have the conservative wing, which is a mo- uh, occupies a vast majority of the Republicans. And then you have the the MAGA wing of the Republican Party. Liz Cheney is a dyed-in-the-wool conservative. She is not. I repeat, she is not somebody who is a libertarian or any... She is a dyed-in-the-wool conservative. And while, the, while the Dems are cheering her on for taking on Trump, the reality is her dreams and aspirations of a national anything... Uh, that's tough. That's tough. And Essie Cup, you know, she put her spot on. Also, I mean, her politics are very polarizing. I know that she has become 
um, a, you know, a, a friend to Democrats because of her positioning on Trump. But she's very conservative. I don't see um, a natural, you know, voting block for Liz Cheney. She's to the right of me. And, uh, you know, Democrats might like her right now. But as I said earlier, people people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. <laughs> and I think she's in Democrats life right now for a reason. And um, once she's done her job, they'll they'll remember how darn conservative she is. Yep. And that is 100 percent true. You know, if you can fight the monster that we don't like, guess what? You're our pal. But at the end of the day, uh, when things calm down, you're still who you always were. And that isn't something that they agree with. So I don't think on the national stage she thinks that, that she has a, ch- a shot at doing anything. I know people throw it so ah, she's going to run for president and stuff. Uh, no, 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 no. It's that's just it's not going to work. You don't have the personality. You don't have any of the things, the, the, the big personality, the bold personality, unlimited gobs amounts of money that you could throw out there to to really make any kind of move. You're just like a lot of other things. You're a political tool to one side or the other. Right now, the left loves you because of your stance on Trump. And this goes to show you something, too. If they looked at your voting record, they would be aghast. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text a program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Ruff Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens dot com slash Chad. Simple and easy. You go to Rough Greens and what do you get? Well, you're going to get a free bag of Rough Greens from the founder, Dr. Dennis Black, a naturopathic doctor who put together Rough Greens. And his goal in life is to make sure that every dog in America has the opportunity to try Rough Greens and see what it can do for them. My dog, Doodle, I covered him up last night. I told my wife, I said, I'm covering him up. And I said, I know he's not going to be here forever, but he's just, he's my little dude. And he's hilarious. He's, yeah, he's just, he's, he's a cantankerous old fellow. But man, it's just good to see him bouncing. When I get home at night, watching him bounce up to me and stuff, it's great. Like the other little dogs I love, and they're on rough greens, but to see what it's done for Doodle is truly amazing. Try that for your dogs. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. Never change a thing when it comes to their food outside of giving them rough greens. Sprinkle it on top. You watch what happens. Boy, does it work. RUFFgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat go there now get yourself some rough greens you will not be disappointed it's a free bag you cover the cost of shipping roughgreens.com slash chat at chad benson show twitter c-h-a-d-b-e-n-s-o-n tis the chad benson show You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. The aircraft is still in the prototype stage, and Boom is still searching for a company to make the engine. According to the Associated Press, Boom is talking with Rolls-Royce and others. The last time people could fly at supersonic speeds on a commercial flight? 2003, the year British Airways and Air France retired the Concorde. Yeah, the Concorde was awesome, and it uh, it was interesting. It once was the safest plane in the world, then it crashed twice and became one of the most unsafe planes in the world because there was only... Only a few of them, and they're talking about supersonic speeding jets. How awesome would that be? Uh, I forget the guy we've, we've had on on numerous occasions who comes on, and he updates his book every year, talks about all the things in life 
that you think would have changed. And his books about, you know, uh, you know, everything you would think, you know, like televisions have changed. But jet flight has really never changed. We got to a certain level way back in the day, and it's not like it's been, you know, the 18, 20 hour flight is, you know, to, to, to places like Australia from Los Angeles. That's kind of what it's always been. That's what it still is, even though we've advanced in so many other ways. The Concorde was quick and easy, and it goes to and fro fast, boom, right? And it was like uh, a quick flight from London, New York, but it only went a few places. This jet, which is going to be reusable fuel and built with reusable materials, et cetera, et cetera, is going to replace all of that. And it's supposedly going to take away the booms, which is one of the reasons it didn't fly over land, the Concorde and stuff. This is interesting, though. How fast would it go? The airline saying it's planning to buy as many as 20 supersonic jets. American says they'll fly as fast as 1,300 miles per hour. Boom, the company that plans to build the supersonic jets, says a trip from New York to London would take about three and a half hours. That would be awesome. They're saying a trip from, so right now I think the flight from Australia or Los Angeles to Australia is like anywhere between like 15 and 17 hours. Some, you know, it's, it's a lot of time on a plane. You're, you're, you're looking at a day. You think about it. You get there two hours before because it's an international flight. And if it's 17 hours, by the time you get out of the airport in Sydney, it's 24 hours. They're talking about a flight from Los Angeles to Sydney in about seven hours. That's a game changer. From Seattle to Japan in like four hours. Oh, man, that would change a lot of stuff. Baby. Tell you what, I tell you what, that would be awesome. I got to go on the, uh, uh, when I first moved over to England, one of the families that we stayed with, uh, like over here for hockey, like my little brother, when he first went into juniors, he'd stay at family's homes. They called him a billet and you, uh, uh, you know, my family would pay them every month and he would stay there. We kind of had the same thing when I first was over there uh, in England as a uh, like a sponsor family for me to stay. And the 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 father uh, of the house we stayed in, he was a pilot, no, not a pilot. He was a mechanic for British Airways and he worked on the Concorde. Uh, and so we got to go on and take a spin because they would come in, and they would service him and then they would fly him up just like a quick flight, make sure everything's cool. It was cool. Uh, that's for sure. But, you know, uh, it didn't do any of the supersonic things or something, you know, but it was still like, whoa, this thing's awesome. Like, this is, uh, this is cool beans right here. That's what this is, kids. This is cool beans. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. It is Wednesday, so we'll get into a little wokeness because we like to get woke on Wednesdays, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Got some fun stuff. More stuff, too, on the uh, yesterday we did that quiet quitting thing. And at the same day that was going on, wait till you hear the story about a person who set a Guinness Book world record. So you have one place, you have the quiet quitting, and another person is setting a Guinness World Record. It is uh, it is funny. Talk about that. Some wokeness straight ahead. This is the aforementioned Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It is a massive spending bill. Huge, huge spending bill. Huge, huge. What does it do? It's amazing. Biden yesterday, super excited about all the stuff in his giant spending bill. It's going to save the world. What's it do? A lot of economists say that this will have a negligible effect on inflation over the long term. It does reduce our deficit by $300 billion. That's definitely a good news for Americans. But those hoping that this was going to reduce the grocery bill immediately or help them with relief at the gas pump immediately, it's not going to happen. Well, then, oh, my God, but it's, a, it's, it's the Inflation Reduction Act. How is that not going to happen? How, wait, what? How is it? It's really about spending. Now, and everybody say, well, it's going to reduce the deficit. If we stayed where we are, would it reduce the deficit? There may be a chance. But we're not going to stay where we are. We know that. We're going to spend. Then they're going to spend. And some of these programs may not work. And when they don't work, what do they do? They're like, oh, my God, we need more money. In theory, on paper, right? Like, the that's it's the sports thing. The analogy I always go to is sports because I think sports and life mirror each other in so many ways. You can have a great plan. But executing that plan against another team that has a plan is a different story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a climate bill is really what it is. The Inflation Reduction Act invests $369 billion to take the most aggressive action ever, 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 in confronting the climate crisis and strengthening our, our economic, our energy security. It's going to offer working families thousands of dollars in savings by providing them rebates to buy new and efficient appliances, weatherize their homes, get tax credit for purchasing heat pumps and rooftop solar, electric stoves, ovens, dryers. Blah, 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 blah. Again, sounds great. Fantastic. That is a fantastic thing. All of those things. Remember, when it comes to your car, if you would like to buy a car and you can use some of those rebates, the battery and stuff, everything has to be manufactured here. Because if it's not, then you won't get that. Currently, I think 5 or 8% is all that's done here. So that's something to think about. Well, I'd like a Tesla. That's not going to help you on that. It gives consumers a tax credit to buy electric vehicles or fuel cell vehicles new or used. And it gives them a credit, a tax credit of up to $7,500 if those vehicles were made in America. Yeah. Again, we're not making vehicles in America like we used to. And we're not making the batteries and the things here. And I know that the whole thought process is, well, we could totally get them to, uh, uh, you know, uh, get people to, to, you know, manufacture here. But it's not going to happen in a time that needs to be done. The reality is this was a great spending bill. Uh, It'll have a negligible effect on what, quote unquote, it's named after, which is the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Very little fight uh, to to bring inflation down. You know that. And I know that the end of the day, it's a green bill. They're going to spend a ton of money. For. Not quite sure what we get out of it uh, outside of, I'm sure, donors and the green energy sector of the world is very happy. Uh, that's it. Most of the time, when doesn't matter what side of the aisle is. When you're watching these things and they're spending big money, know that a lot of that big money is stuff that will never land on our doorsteps, if you will, 
or in our pocketbooks and savings. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Would you would you would you would you guys like to just maybe get, I don't know, maybe a little bit woke. Maybe get super woke. Because we've been woken it up all day. But uh, let's do it. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way, too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be brutal, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue it's time for woke wednesday let's get a little woke and where should we start well there's plenty of places to start but i would like to start here this is something i find interesting uh friday night and we did touch on it earlier this week but bill maher was talking about hollywood and hollywood's got all kinds of wackiness and craziness but here's the thing when you uh, i've always said this i got into radio i was start like disc jockeys, you know, back in the day, the boss jocks. And all they were cool. Right? Way cooler than actors. Right? Actors play parts. But jocks are kind of who they are. They're not playing a part. I mean, you know, uh, they, that's kind of who they are. And that is, is the reality of it. So when you're acting, you're playing a part. You're 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 throwing yourselves into a part. You're living in a world of make believe. That's the point of it. I do cartoon stuff. I do all kinds of stuff. It's I, I'm not really an elf. <laughs> it's like you know. It's like oh my god. And he took this on about Hollywood and the insanity of what's going on. And I've said they're going to eat their own when it comes to their wokeness. New rule casting directors have to stop listening to the casting police and go back to doing their job, which is picking the best actor for the role. Now, I mention this because a lot of people lately are either apologizing for or calling on others to apologize for playing roles they call appropriation. James Franco was just chosen to play Fidel Castro and John Leguizamo posted, no more appropriation, boycott. I don't got a problem with Franco, but he ain't Latino. Okay, but John Leguizamo was Colombian-American. He ain't a Venetian, but he played one. Or an Italian plumber, but he played them too. Because he's an actor! Boom. He is an actor. You, sir, are an actor. You're playing a part. That's part of the thing. It is make-believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what makes great actors is the fact that they could put themselves in positions to live that kind of whatever moment that they're trying to live, whatever person or, or, or creature or whatever. That, that's part of it. I watched Predator two weeks ago. It's one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time. That guy's really not an alien. He is an actor playing an alien. It's not the 1700s. You're playing a part. Appropriating sounds like an unforgivable sin until you remember that's what acting is. That's why acting jobs are called roles. Why the hell do you think people become actors? Because they want to spend their life not being who they are. Eddie Redmayne played a transgender woman in The Danish Girl, but now calls that a mistake. Does it then work the other way? Can trans actors only play trans characters? Because that's not going to be a good deal for them. 
Yeah. Well, well, well no, I mean, it, see where we're going here? And then he's going to say this word that is the most evil word in wokeness in today's world. And and I want you guys to brace yourself, all right? Uh, uh, it's going to get a little, a little warm in here. Why don't we just go by merit? What? The best act. He said merit. I know. You guys okay? You guys okay? Is everybody all right? Merit. Uh, Chad, uh, I've never heard of this word. Uh, uh, describe it to to me. What what merit mean? I've never I've uh, I've never heard of this 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 word. Mer- merit. Hmm. I, I mean. It sounds like it's 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 a is it a dirty word? Merit description deserves to be worthy of something, especially reward, punishment, or attention. The quality of being particularly good or worthy, especially so, as to deserve praise or reward. Meaning, you're the best person for said job. Oh. Why don't we just go by merit and let the best actor win? Which seems like what happened when Ana de Armas just got picked to play Marilyn Monroe, even though she's Cuban with an accent. Maybe she should play Fidel Castro and James Franco can play Marilyn Monroe. And as far as we're beyond that, no, no, that implies progress. This is the opposite. This is regression. Yeah. It is stupid. It is ridiculous. And, uh... Merit matters. Talent matters. And by the way, if I'm putting money up to a film, this is something that I think a lot of people also forget. So the way that movies work is there you've got distribution houses and you've got partnerships. They're pretty much mostly LLCs, limited liability companies, and people go and they fund movies. Okay. well, I got news for you. If I'm funding a movie, it's nice to have somebody who's got a little box office appeal on top of that. Because it is a business. Oh, yeah, that's true. It is. So there's also that wrinkle to it because, you know, they're like, well, you should put the so-and-so into this because they're Cuban or because of the fine. Fantastic. All right, I'll do that. But can we do that with your money? Frankly, typical of so much wokeness that doesn't build on liberalism. It undoes it. Empathy. Putting yourself in someone else's place so you can understand them better used to be the very heart of liberalism. Now it's considered offensive because don't even try to put yourself in my shoes because you could never know what a bunch of bullshit that always was. Of course, no one can ever know exactly what another person's struggle is, but we try. Yeah. And think about this. One of the great acting you know, when people go and look at their art form and who they studied with, it's all about, like, that's the method acting. What is that? That is truly getting in there. My buddy Ray Ray, uh, Raymond, his first gig was on uh, uh, Leprechaun. It was freaking hilarious. We always laugh about that. But then he worked on uh, uh, Last of Mohican and, and Abraham Lincoln. If you know anything about Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel Day-Lewis lives the part. So... When he was in Last of the Mohicans, the British fellow was not half Mohican, but he lived as if he was part of the tribe back in the days of, of, of the war between the Brits and the French. He lived 
that way. He stayed inside of the teepee. He lived outside. When he was Abe Lincoln, you referred to him as Abe That's what he does. He becomes, that's one of the reasons he doesn't act anymore. It's too much for him. When he just, his last movie he did, he was a dressmaker. He spent like a year and a half, two years being a dressmaker so he could play the part. Well, you're not truly that. It's insane. It's your wokeness, though, and it's destroying everything. It is, including all the things they purport to want to be, which is more inclusive and bringing people together, which in many cases does the exact opposite. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. HelloFresh gives you 16 amazing meals. Oh, baby. So I had uh, those uh, meatball rigatoni last night. Got home. It was delicious. Incredible. Took like 20 minutes. It was only about 800 calories, which is perfect. Uh, trying to watch my weight a little bit. And I love Love it. Fresh and amazing. The summer market fresh. So they got a special summer menu going on right now that is credible. And it's it's what they call it's restaurant style. It is no different and in many cases a thousand times better than going to a restaurant. Portion perfectly, easy to make, and fresh. Less than seven days from farm to table. Right now, they want you to get 16 free meals. There are 55 different choices every single week, more than any other meal kit. That's what makes HelloFresh so much better. Their app is easy to use, and I do mean easy to use. You can pause when you need to. If you're traveling and you want to have it sent to where you're going, you can do that. It's incredible. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16 right now. You're going to get 16 free meals and three free gifts across seven boxes. Take advantage of it now. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. Ah, yeah. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap it up. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Ezra Miller, whoever you're looking for, it's not me. Played The Flash in Warner Brothers' Justice League movie and is the star of an upcoming solo Flash film. Miller also stars in the Fantastic Beasts franchise and over the past year or so has been accused of increasingly bizarre behavior. Arrested a couple of times in Hawaii, charged with felony burglary earlier this month in Vermont. The actor now says in a statement, they are suffering complex mental health issues and has begun ongoing treatment. Miller admits to recently going through a time of intense crisis and apologizes for any alarming behavior. Yeah, uh, watching that guy, I've never seen, you know, I mean, with like Army Hammer, you know, the guy that uh, was like, he wants to eat people. And his wife's like, hey, he said he just wanted to barbecue me and stuff. And, and you know, you've seen some of these people that, that, that turn into bright. This guy, though, the meltdown that this guy's had has been wow. Right. Like it's, you know, he shows up and he's wearing furs and eyeshadow and uh, and clutching pearls and, you know, attacking people and breaking into homes. And you're like, what is wrong? Uh, problems. Actors, by the way, actors in general, uh, you know, they play make believe for a living. And uh, it's, it's, it's an odd bunch. You know, it is. It's an, you're very rarely do you run into actor like that guy just seems like a regular cat. 
he just you know she's she seems okay she's like eventually i think they grow into that because they get especially as they get older and you know they're like man all this stuff is just pretend i gotta have a fun life doing this stuff but yeah for a while there it's you get stuff like that it is a trip though it is that that guy has melted down and now they don't, don't know what to do with flash right because people are pissed off going why aren't you gonna release batgirl because it's a turd it's a 90 million dollar turd there is nothing you can do to fix it or save it. And maybe by pulling it and saying we're never going to let anybody see it, it might get enough people to go, oh, well, we really like to push for it. But it's different here with The Flash because uh, uh, that thing's in the can and they, they probably said to him, look, dude, there's two things that are going to happen here. Uh, you are going to, we're going to shelve this thing and we're going to come after the money we gave you and and uh, you're done or you're going to go get help now. Oh. And here's the other thing, in which we were talking earlier, like the movies are LLCs, right? So uh, they have insurance on all of these people. And so if these things never see the light of day, they can go and try to get the insurance money off some of this stuff. But this is, uh, he's, he's had some issues, that's for sure. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Uh, guess what? Elon Musk is tweeting again. Elon Musk shaking up the internet yet again. The billionaire and Tesla owner tweeted that he's buying London's Manchester United. First of all, I'm going to say this: uh, Manchester United is not based in London. Just to point that out, it gets in Manchester, which is far away from London. Billionaire and Tesla owner tweeted that he's buying London's Manchester United soccer team, but it appears to be a stunt. The account at Tesla owners SV tweeted him, are you serious? Musk replied, no, this is a long running joke on Twitter. I'm not buying any sports teams. This as Musk is in a dispute with Twitter for trying to back out of his deal to buy the social media giant. Don't do that to me, Elon, because the Glazer family who has it now is running that team into the ground, and they are a hot freaking mess. 323-538-2423. Got you over the up. You guys have a blessed rest of your day. We will do it again, let's say, tomorrow. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.